Hey, Bettys. Welcome to the Better Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Stephanie. It is geeky magic time where I step away from the interviews and just talk to you. It's just going to be me and you today. And these episodes, I'm going to bring you personal insights, frequently asked questions, topic du jour in a more condensed, quick and actionable way. I go hard on the geek, wrap it up with sprinkles and magic for you to do and be better. Betty's, we are number one on Amazon in over 20 categories for the Betty body. And for that, I have to thank you because I know that you have been, I mean, the book is named basically after you, my fans of The Better Show, my Betty's. And I would love, before we dive into this week's geeky magic, which is all about morning routines and why they are sexist, I would love to ask for a huge favor from you. If you have bought the Betty body, please, pretty please with a cherry on top and some clarified ghee, uh, can you go over to Amazon in whichever country you've purchased it from and either click the five star uh, rating or if you feel so inclined, the review. We are trying to make sure that as many Bettys find the Betty body as possible. And with your five star rating or with your review, if you feel so inclined to do so after reading through the book or if there's been anything in the book that has been meaningful to you, this is going to help Amazon show the book to more people. So in the same way that if you've been a longtime listener of the show, I have asked for a five-star rating or a review on iTunes, and we have seen exponential growth in the podcast by that simple act of you, my Betty, telling other Bettys or other potential Bettys why this podcast is useful to them the book is the same. So when Amazon sees people like you saying, Hey, you know what? I love this chapter and this is why, or even if you don't have, you know, time to write a review, if you just go in and click a a five-star review, that will also help so, so much. So let me thank you in advance for doing that. And of course we will also in the same way that we shout out our Bettys for leaving us reviews on the podcast, we will also shout out our Bettys who leave us reviews on Amazon. So if you'd love to hear your voice, your name uh, on our pod, please do so. So, uh, Without further delay, please enjoy this week's deep dive, the director's cut behind the scenes look into chapter seven, Masterpiece Lives. Start with Masterpiece Mornings. Betty's welcome back to Geeky Magic. This week, we are exploring chapter seven in my upcoming book, The Betty Body, a geeky goddess's guide to intuitive eating, balanced hormones, and transformative sex. Now, if this is your first week listening to this Geeky Magic series, we are going through every single chapter bit by bit. And what I'm doing is I'm reading excerpts from the book for you to get, you know, for you to get a little taste of how it is, and also to give you a behind the scenes look at what 
it, it, what it takes to write a book and some of my thinking behind each of the chapters, what went into each chapter, why I've organized them in the way that I have and what my thinking is. And this week we start with morning routines and I wanted to actually do. So if you remember last week, we started with sleep and sex. That was chapter six. And I wanted to actually put the evening routines before the morning routine. So chapter six had to come before chapter seven, because I think that your evening routine actually uh, sets you up for a good morning. You just simply cannot have a good morning routine, nor you are going to, you're not going to have any motivation to do any type of morning routine. If you are bagged from a poor sleep, you're riddled with anxiety and you haven't had an orgasm in the last couple of days. So, uh, which is, you know, in some ways mother nature's ambient, right? It's like, you want to go to sleep, have an orgasm right before you go to sleep. So, um, so we talk a lot about sleep and sex, and I wanted that to be first, and then we can move into Masterpiece Lives, start with Masterpiece Mornings. And as I alluded to last week, in this chapter, I really wanted to break down what a morning routine is for a woman. Again, a lot of the you know, strategies and hacks, my least favorite word of all time, um, because actually a hack means to do something shoddy or quickly with, um, you know, disorganization or messiness. And that is not what Bettys are about. We do not hack things, but you know, that is a very common term. So I'll just use it for, um, to stay current. <laughs> but anyway, so when we think about these strategies or hacks that people often talk about, of course, when you look at who's talking, uh, and I say this with love, but it's men, it's men who are taught, it's the men who are doing the, um, uh, these elaborate morning routines. And I didn't put this in the book, but I remember, um, I was part of a chiropractic, um, mastermind, um, and still very much in touch with all of the people who run, uh, that mastermind. It's sort of the high level doctors, sort of the 1%, if you will, of, uh, of doctors worldwide. And there was these three particular doctors who have been mentors to me, uh, who have shared with me incredible wisdom in terms of how to grow my practice and how to delegate and delete and all the, all the things. But I remember when I was sort of studying their practices, you know, one of them in particular, he was seeing thousands of patients a week. And I remember thinking like, how the hell does he do this? And of course, upon sort of looking at the practice, how it was run, I realized that his wife was, you know, staying home and taking care of the kitties right in the morning when he could go out early to practice. And then she also was part office manager as well. So she would also help him with the, you know, the administrative load of, of the practice. Now, this is like such an awesome, you know, this is such an awesome setup. And I used to, I used to talk with one of my girlfriends, um, who was in the mastermind with me. And I was like, man, if I had like a wife like that, like I need a Cairo wife, like where, you know, where do I sign up for that? Because if I had someone, you know, doing the morning routine, cooking the breakfast for my kids, getting them off to school so I could go into the office early and, you know, stay late and think about marketing and strategy. Like I'd also have a thousand person or several thousands of people, you know, per week. And 
you know, my, my practice was, is, it was a wonderful practice. We never did thousands a week, uh, several hundred for sure, but, uh, was never, it just did not have the capacity to do that. And I think that when we talk about morning routines, I think that there is so much shame that women have often confided in me. They're like, well, I'm listening to so-and-so and and he's telling me I need to wake up at four in the morning or three in the morning or whatever ridiculous hour uh, of the morning it is. And to do this, you know, one to two hour practice. And for most women, first of all, women have a longer sleep cycle than men. So let's just start there. You should not be sacrificing sleep ever, 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 because you require more sleep than your male counterpart, your husband or your partner does. So that's a big no, no. And the second thing is, you know, for years, my morning routine shape shifted because I had children and I was the primary caregiver of my little kidlets. So many times my morning routine was my children crying in the middle of the night, you know, having a nightmare or calling it for mommy. And that was it, you know, or it would be when my kids sort of, you know, came into my room eventually waking me up like that was it. I never, I never was able to wake up at these ungodly hours. And, you know, there was a brief period of time where I thought, well, maybe I should try, maybe I should try to do these things and have these, you know, golden hour, um, mornings. And I just fell apart, like completely fell apart. And I realized, you know, I'm a slow, I'm a, I'm a quick study in some ways. This, you know, this is an area I'm a little bit slower. It took me years to really realize that I am not a man, <laughs> like I'm not a mini man. So that's why these, these strategies were, not really inclusive of sex so uh, or gender. So I'm going to read you uh, an excerpt of Masterpiece Lives Start with Masterpiece Mornings, uh, where I talk about this very idea that morning routines are sexist. There is no one perfect morning routine. And if we're being perfectly honest here, most morning routines are blatantly sexist. I cannot tell you how many morning routines I have read about and have not been able to implement because I have young children, only to realize that all the routines were created by men. You know the ones, those two-hour rituals where you wake up at an ungodly hour to make special tea, <laughs> followed by endless journaling, working out for an hour, and then reading 50 pages in a book before ever checking an email. Uh, have you ever heard a woman touting this shit? I have, okay, I don't say shit. I, I just put that in there for emphasis. Uh, I have yet to come across a woman with such a routine, yet there are books dedicated to waking up earlier and creating a stagnant, stringent morning routine, no matter what. Except these books omit one itty bitty squeaky tiny little detail. Most of these rituals are practiced and preached by men. If said men had a family with children, it's their partner who's taking care of the kids and running the house while he can luxuriate in his morning routine. And Hey, if he's able to like good on him, right? This just is not a possibility for many women who are single moms or even those who are in a partnership because the bulk of the caregiving still falls on the woman. Now my routines have evolved as my children have gotten older and it used to be that a child woke me up and then I tended to them until they went down for their morning nap. And it was then and only then that I tried to sneak in something for myself. In those early days of motherhood, if I was waking myself up at five o'clock in the morning to journal, my head would have exploded. 
So go easy on yourself here, Betty, and figure out where you are right now and what works for you. And so I go on to talk a little bit about flexibility in our application of morning routines. And I'll just say this to you here now in all trend, like in the spirit of honesty and openness and transparency, you know, 80 to 85% of the time, my morning routine gets done. But there are times when nothing gets done because I'm tired. My child woke up overnight, was having a nightmare. You know, one of my kids, uh, you know, has like has nosebleeds as I did as a, as a child. So he'll wake up with a nosebleed and I have to tend to that overnight. So sometimes my morning routine doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. And I have come to this place of acceptance and self-love where I know that I'm going to get after it tomorrow and I'm not going to be punitive in my thinking because it didn't happen today. And that's what I really want. That was really the essence of this chapter was to really help you think about how you can structure a morning routine that works for you right now that also has the flexibility to not happen if it doesn't need to happen and that you can come back to it over time. And there's several hallmarks that we go over in this chapter where we talk about the ease of consistency and it's the consistency and the application of the consistency over time that matters more than whether or not you punch out, you know, 10 out of 10s each time. So I hope that you found this inspirational and hopefully maybe now you can look at yourself and say, I forgive you, baby. I forgive you for not being able to do the morning routine hundred percent of the time because I'm a woman and things work a little differently for me. Now, next week, we start getting into the juicy metabolic stuff. We are talking about getting into ketosis, and we are going to be talking about one of probably I'm most well known for uh, the Estima diet and the ketogenic application for females. So we're going to go over that next week. So please make sure you are subscribing to the pod so it drops on your phone the second that it is released. And I am looking forward to seeing you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For those of you who want to continue on this week's geeky magic carpet ride with me, visit bettershow.co forward slash show notes. You'll find research, links, summary notes, musings that I prepared in preparation for the podcast. And I often throw in some of my best practices, bonuses, and links. All the juicy bits are in there for you. And now for the obligatory legal and medical disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and the advice recommendations we discuss do not replace medicine, chiropractic, or any other primary healthcare provider's advice, treatment, or care. In the consumption of this podcast, there is no doctor-patient relationship formed, and the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for primary care, diagnosis, or treatment. This episode is brought to you by yours truly, Dr. Stephanie Estima and Leverage. Leverage handles all production, creates the images that you see on my social media, and takes out all my awkward pauses. They are my secret magic bullet. You can visit them at getleverage.com forward slash better.